Thank you for tuning in to the 620 Live Podcast, where we may all speak boldly the name of Jesus. Thank you to Apasia Ministries for the service that you do in making the document accessible to those with vision issues. Be sure to check them out. Above all, taking up the shield of faith, wherewith ye shall be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked. Ephesians chapter 6 verse 15. Hopefully the audio sounds a little bit better this week. I again do apologize for last week I have removed the speakers out of my recording area because I just love music so um, so it won't happen again hopefully. Yeah, you know me, it probably will, but at least for the meantime, I'm going to try not to. But let's get back into how to prepare for war. You know, we've gotten to the point where we're to the shield of faith. Now, Espiva, and I hope that I'm saying that right, that's what the text-to-speech sounded like with Espiva is the Greek word for shield. Now, as I've told y'all before, I do play tabletop role-playing games, um, you know, and the warriors there, those who are in battle, um, well, even, you know, others have a shield. And I'm... I'm trying to like showcase the the importance of a shield. And in those games as well as probably video games, um, you know, I haven't been able to play those in a long time, but even the people that actually do uh like I, I know there's some people that, you know, dress up and kind of like Kind of like role playing, um, but they, you know, dress up as like knights and warriors and all that. And they, they have shields as well. But why? Why, why does someone have a shield in the tabletop games? Um, depending on the shield quality, the shield strength, you get a plus one to your armor class, which, you know, uh, just say as a 13 um, with a plus one shield you could be at a 14 so it would take somebody rolling higher or rolling a 14 or higher to hit you you know likewise if you had a plus two shield plus three shield and you know so forth and so on the same is really true when it comes to like the old world battle you know, depending on the quality and make of your shield would determine a lot to where how many hits it can take. You know, a shield made out of cardboard really won't deflect anything. I don't even know that it would look pretty. It'd really be a waste of, of time. You know, um, a shield out of, say, glass you know, would likely not stop a determined blow, 
um, it would lessen the impact on you, but then it would shatter and you'd have all the glass pieces. And I don't know if you've ever noticed this, but like if you break a glass or something on your floor, probably 10, 15 years down the road, you're still stepping on little slivers that are shivers that you thought you had swept up or picked up. You can, you can never get them all. And it's like that cheap silver pencil that I love, you know, when it comes to Christmas time. You'll be finding that six years down the road. Like, yeah, I thought we had rebuilt this house. Oh, we did, but the pencil still remains. And I'm not saying it doesn't happen, but how often do you find every one of the Easter eggs? You know, if you find, if you hide a dozen and you find a dozen, yeah, but like these big egg hunts, you know, like 200 plus eggs. That's, I doubt they ever find them all, you know, so there's probably still some out there from a couple of years ago. But the point that I'm getting at is what your shield made of is made of determines how well it is utilized, how well it will protect. But before we get to the strength of the shield, what are, what are some types of shields? Now, this is in no way, shape or form all of them you know you can have square shields you can have round shields there are some rectangle shields there's some that look like kites there's some that look like kind of like um kind of like a shell you know there's there's several different kinds um and you know any combination of those and that's just the design part um there's some that you hold there's some that you strap on to your arm and therefore again you can go down that roll that that roll that road of the different types that strap to your arm because while traditionally you know they may be toted the bigger ones you could modify the i think it's called a buckler to attach to your arm and you can have it any shape or size you want pretty much the it's an endless you know way of, of of what you can do because not only do you have the shape you have the size and then you have the material again glass you know is is better in a way than cardboard but it's also worse because you know it's hard for cardboard to cut you but it, i mean it does happen i've had it happen to me you know and there's not much much worse than a, than a paper cut you know unless it is yeah it probably is those little slivers because then it catches on everything, you know. But, so, so just take, like, say, three different types of shields. You know, you can make them in all different kinds of ways out of all different kinds of material. You know, so, and, you know, that's not the only types of shield. I, I also like science fiction, you know, such as, like, Star Wars and, you know, things like that. So you have a force field shield that protects and it's powered you know by energy of some kind some people may call it an energy shield um now i've seen different colors of those you know uh, like in movies and heard about them in, in books but so you have you know the physical shield that you tote you have the force or energy shield that is powered by you know energy you know you also have shields for your home computer or should whether you know you use an antivirus or you use a firewall 
or you know you use both and combination of other things as well so you have that kind of shield have you noticed a little bit of a pattern here that shields are used to protect i mean hopefully you knew that but just in case you didn't shields are not to look pretty i mean they can be but they are more for defense to protect you and you know from the fiery darts of the enemy you know um but that's not you know we also have shields on our on our phones or electronic devices in these cases that can cost anywhere from a dollar to to own upwards you know i don't know the most expensive kind of phone case it's probably got diamonds and gold and rubies and pearls oh my you know there's no real telling there but the fact is we all have different kinds of shields for different kinds of devices which is a lot like human people humans come in all different shapes and sizes me i'm round that is a shape you know, it's taken me uh, 35 plus years. Oh, no, I was a fat little boy. <laughs> so, I mean, it's, it's taken me 40 years to get in this round shape. I'm, I'm happy that it's round, but, you know, I'd rather it be like maybe not so round. Would that work? But just, just as humans come in different shapes and sizes, shields come in different shapes and sizes and made out of different materials you know we've we, we've discussed that a little bit here um not too much in depth because then i'd be describing all the different kinds of shields like in intricate little details and no one wants to hear that now do they but so when it comes to like the shield of fate it is just like the other shields and it's just like humans the shield of fate is going to come in different shapes different sizes different levels of sturdiness or strength because we have not all lived the same life we all go through different things we all take different walks of life and what I mean by that is, you know, I talk about my wreck a lot because that's one of the main points of my life. You know, not everybody has gone through a wreck that bad. Not everybody has gone through a worse wreck. You know, flunking out of college, that's not something that I've done. You know, and I'm not judging anybody who does. I'm just saying those who have, it's a different part, you know, different walk of life than what I have done. So we all have different walks of life, and therefore we all have different levels of faith. Because, again, you know, we've lived different walks of life. And to explain that is, is I'm trying to do it this way, a person who is recently saved, a newly saved individual, is not going to have the same type or same strength of shield that an elder would. And by elder, I don't necessarily mean age. You know, I've talked about this before. What I do mean is someone who has been a Christian 
for a good length of time. The newly saved Christian is not going to be like them. You know, the, and the opposite is true. The elder has lived you know, Christian life a lot longer, seen a lot more, read a lot more, studied a lot more, you know, and is prepared a lot more than someone who, you know, got saved, say, five minutes ago, or yesterday, or even a year ago. Different levels mean different strength, different walks of life, different trials, different tribulations. But the one fact that remains there, and there may be more, but there's just one that I'm focusing on right now, is the fact that the shield is there. The shield is there because it is part of the holy armor of God, and it is the shield of faith, which means that you have it if you're saved because you believe in faith that Jesus is 100% man, as well as being 100% God, and he is God's only son and was sent here to die for everyone's sin. So you see there how the shield is formed. Everybody starts out with a very basic shield. You know, the more that you live, the more that you go through, the more trials that you are a part of strengthens that shield. It strengthens your resolve. It strengthens your faith. Each time your faith gets stronger, that shield is a little harder to crack. It will defend a little bit better. You know, it's, it's a process. It's not a Oh, I'm saved, and now I have the biggest and best shield in the world. It will grow with you because you are growing, your faith is growing, thus your shield is growing. This is how I look at it, you know, um, and, and the faith is used for, you know, other things as well. But I want to, to move on here because I don't, you know, want to take up every, like, your whole day with this podcast. And I'm going to try another Greek word. Please forgive me. I, I believe it's pronounced pistos. Pistos. Anyway, it's, it's spelled P-I-S-T-I-S. Pistos. Um, and I think it has one of those little symbols with it. I didn't copy that over because I probably couldn't say it anyway. But that word is usually translated from the Greek as faith. Now, any Christian that is, you know, saved by Jesus has faith. The faith that they use to believe. And like I said earlier in this podcast, someone who is new to the faith or new to being a Christian is not going to have the same as someone who has been a Christian for 20 years. Uh, a, a good example of this is someone who got saved, you know, today has not walked and lived the same life that I have, okay? 
And in turn, I have not walked the same life and the same trials and all that Dr. Charles Stanley did or Dr. Billy Graham did. And to look at it, Dr. Billy Graham and Dr. Charles Stanley, neither one of those walked the same path through life. They each had their own different trials and tribulations. And they have, you know, used the Word of God and God to reach millions, you know. That's not saying that a new Christian or myself are any less important to God because we're not. I'm just trying to showcase the different levels of faith from, you know, different individuals. Hopefully I'm doing that and, you know, not really boring you to death here. I'm trying not to, um, I'm trying not to make it like dry, you know, throw in a little bit of humor every once in a while. But, yeah, as, as we said, that they, they come in different shapes and sizes. Our faith is indeed the same way. It's no less important, but, you know, it is different from everybody else. You can't, you can't judge the Joneses' shield by your shield. They, they just won't compare. It's like apples to oranges, you know. Um, a bunch of things, and I used a big word here in my notes, um, in myriad. And it's a big word for me, which you know, basically means a lot, of things build faith. Again, I, I talk a lot about my rig because it means a lot to me. I mean, it's something that sticks out a lot to me is whenever I had the wreck, I had faith that God was going to heal me. And he did. So what? I can't see. So what I don't hear get out of my left ear. I'm alive. I'm a walking testimony of God's grace, of his love, and his mercy. And the fact that he gives second chances. You know, that's been the, the thing to me that really started my faith. And I mean, I was, I was saved at, at New Life. Baptist and you know was baptized in the swimming pool at you know across the road doesn't make my salvation any less different but that's that's where my faith actually started but you know like I said the the wreck and, and things up until the wreck you know had it grow but it didn't grow exponentially until I had the wreck and sometimes it takes things like that for your faith to grow. Some people have big faith, some people have little faith, some people have medium faith. All God's children got a little faith, you know. Um, and for those of you who don't get that reference, uh, the Andrew Griffith show when Barney was trying to sing and the Mandula Bangada, he was like, I got to or I got a uvula, you got a uvula. Oh gosh, you haven't got a uvula. Um, I don't know why, but that, that scene has been in my mind over the past couple of weeks. Um, I got to use it here in a way. The, the thing is though, um, my friends and, and family here, is that my Rick could increase your faith. It could not. 
but your life and the things that you go through are what are going to strengthen your faith. The wreck for me, you know, the things that have gone on with Mama here in 2023, they've all tested my faith and have helped it grow. And there's been little things, you know, along the way that have done it as well. Don't take any of the lesser trials and think, oh, that, that just happened just to happen. No. Little trials, mediocre or medium-sized trials, large trials, extra large trials and there's even a, a four extra large trial and i call that the buffets because that's where it's a big challenge for me you know what i mean <laughs> um especially when it's good food too and i'm hungry you know maybe even getting to hangry I, I ain't sure there but the the point is my trials are not your trials as likewise your trials are not mine um I can honestly say I have not passed many of the uh, buffet trials as, as I would like to, but it, it, it is what it is, as I like to say. But everything that we go through builds our faith. You know, I have loved ones who lost a son, and they got into church, and their faith has grown. Did they still trip and mess up? Shoot yeah. Do I still trip and mess up? Shoot yeah. <laughs> Does it make me any less of a Christian? Nope. Does it make them any less of a Christian? Nope. Do I still curse and swear from time to time? I'm not proud of it, but yeah, I do. Does that mean that I don't love Jesus because I say a curse word? No, it don't. It means I'm human and I've slipped. A lot of people want to judge and say, oh, well, you cuss, you can't be a Christian. You're going to hell. No, I'm saved. And the Bible tells us that once we're saved, nothing can take us from the Father's hand. You know, and let me, uh, I wasn't prepared to talk about that right now, so let me go get that verse, and I will read it out here because I think it's important for us to know that. 